Welcome back to our channel, Date Nights Matter, where we talk about all things marriage. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Anthony. And we want to first start off by thanking everybody for supporting yes, us, you, liking, you, sharing, you. commenting, all the feedback we've received. We really appreciate it so much. We're really enjoying having these conversations. And really today, we wanted to start getting into mental health. It's a big topic nowadays, and it's something that we didn't really talk about growing up, but now we're here <laughs> and it's really important and i don't think even growing up i didn't realize how important it was yeah. to just really talk about it i was more so taught to just keep going you know right, right. it's okay yeah. like keep it moving <laughs> exactly I, I think for me it was like being mentally tough i think yeah. with sports mm -hmm. you know but it wasn't like, oh, address your emotions and, you know, say yeah. how you're feeling and take a deep breath, all those things. You like, gentle parenting. <laughs> it wasn't no gentle parenting, <laughs> counting to 10. Um, so understanding my emotions has, I mean, it's helped me grow as an individual, yeah. but I think also, especially in our marriage, right? Yeah, because at first we weren't really like, as, like when we met, we weren't really talking about it. No. We always talked to each other and we kind of opened up, but it wasn't like, understanding it right, and right. being able to communicate what we felt and you know what upset us or anything no, like yeah. that and how it related to our marriage well our relationship at that point yeah but. no i look back i mean when we met in 2012 like hindsight i think i was definitely depressed <laughs> you yeah. know like not saying i was clinically diagnosed or anything of that sort but there were deaths in the family mm -hmm. you know it was yeah your aunt had just passed My away like godmother very very yeah. close and my other aunt passed my cousin there was a tragic you know accident in my family so that mm -hmm. was another blow and then we kind of met right yeah. so it was already new environment right just being in school got there in 2010 and then mm -hmm. 2011 happened and then we met 2012 and you were kind of i think taking the blow of all of that mm -hmm. in a sense like looking back on it again being in the moment i, I didn't realize that but you you kind of think back to you know the excessive drinking and always wanting to go out and just kind Party. of doing those things to just put yourself in this position where you don't have to think about those things mm -hmm. um so i look at it now where it's like wow i was <laughs> a dark spot yeah. you know it, it was something that was truly affecting me and i wasn't my healthiness you yeah. know and i'm like damn sorry <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> you know I mean? no i mean honestly it's only by the grace of god that we're still 100%. here to be honest because 100%. it was a hard time because i know you were going through things during that and even like i'll say maybe like a year into our relationship mm -hmm. when football started being taken away in a sense yeah you started you had your surgery and then all of that kind of took place mm -hmm. where it was a lot of confusion. You didn't know what you wanted to do next. And for me, it was like, where do I fit into this? Right. right. You know, and I knew from day one, like very specifically, you were going to be my husband. Like yeah. I knew that. And so I think that's for me why I stayed mm -hmm. and why I was trying to work through this because typically I'm not going to just work through things right. because i didn't know you yeah. know how to or anything but i wanted to figure it out and i wanted to try i wanted to be there for you um even though i didn't know how to i just kept going with it yeah, yeah. but it wasn't easy mm -hmm. by any means and i think looking back like it was like wow we 
both kind of put up with a lot from each no, other. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> All of the childhood trauma and then us mm-hmm. trying to be mature. Yeah, and, and, deal and with that's it, the thing. Know? We really thought we had it all figured out. <laughs> For we sure. thought we were good. like, And that was the problem, too, yeah. not even recognizing that there are issues here. Right. You right. know, it was just like arguing a lot. And mm-hmm. then we would have these big blow ups and we didn't know how to break it down and really talk about yeah. things and even understand that it was stemming from football and no. all of that. We didn't even realize no, that. No, no, didn't know where it was coming from, no. you know? And again, I know I was grieving for sure, and I didn't yeah. maybe handle that the best way when it initially happened, right? But being young, right, just trying to figure out, you're going right back to school, right mm-hmm. back to sports, you're right back in the flow of life. But I, I do kind of commend you. Just to you. keep pushing. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I do commend you, though, because I do look back. And I remember, I think it was our first, it was the first time I met your parents and we went home mm-hmm. for Easter. And after dinner, you know, just relaxing, we were just chilling there talking and I kind of opened up to you about my aunt's passing, right? And I, you know, we spoke about it before then, but at that time it just kind of let out. I think I broke down in tears, you know, and it was just like, no, you really don't understand what this woman meant to me, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And the impact that she had on my life, like, I wish you guys could have met, you know, and explaining who she was in my life and you just sitting there and listening. And though you weren't having the tools to say, Mm -hmm. Oh, how are you feeling? Well, let's dive deeper. You know, maybe what does this stem from? You just listen. And I appreciated that during that time because I I needed that for sure, just to let it off my chest. And I think that did help, you know, during that period of time, even though, again, we didn't have those tools, Mm -hmm. right? But you were able to listen. And I didn't feel, you know, judged, I Mm -hmm. guess, in the manner of it's like, okay, if I can do this, if I can show her this side of me, like, Oh, this is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, we're not just talking about us and, you know, going on dates and, you know, just making sure our relationship is good in school and all those things we had going on. It was like, I'm able to be vulnerable in a mm-hmm. sense and, and let you know the personal side of who I actually am. And, yeah. and I think that's for me what triggered in my mind is like, I knew you were my wife, but it was like, okay, this is next level. It's not, it's not she looks good, mm-hmm. right? It's not just that you know, we, we do some fun things. We have things in common. It's like, wow, she listened. And you weren't just trying to cut me off. You weren't just trying to end the conversation. We we're talking for what, like three, four hours? Yeah. Like straight, and I, that's the thing. Know? I think back to that time. And I believe that's part of why we were able to stay connected during yeah. that, even though we were arguing a lot. Um, we were able to have those conversations. I remember there was one time that we literally stayed up all night long just talking. It was like, the day before I started the new job, actually, I don't know if you remember yeah. that, but we stayed up. You would have provided, dog. Telling you, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it, it definitely was a big burden. I yeah. felt that I took at that you time. You did. You but, were paying the bills. Yeah. Like the scholarship check wasn't. <laughs> no, it didn't cover much. I mean, it like, oh, that's it. That's all I get. <laughs> but no, but like no, yeah. having that conversation and just we had that often mm-hmm. like where we would stay up for hours and just talk or yeah. you know on the phone or in person or whatever the case was sure. like we really just talked mm-hmm. about anything and that's how I knew for me that it was different I knew you know I wanted to keep trying yeah. and work through all of that no yeah it's just insane like I said in hindsight looking back I was definitely in that was the darkest period of my life yeah. for sure no I remember you know? even and sorry to cut you off remember the after your surgery, you're on medication. And mm, then I yeah. just remember, like, we were arguing so much during that time. And I remember <laughs> I was so fed up at one point. And I'm like, what is like the problem? Why yeah. are we 
arguing so much and not understanding also that the medication had contributed to kind of the mood swings at that point where it was like anger and then it was like you started breaking down crying Mm -hmm. and then back to anger i'm like yeah i'm just making dinner (laughs) right here and i remember i literally took the dinner because you started an argument with me and i took the dinner i threw it away i'm like i'm not dealing with this like I'm sitting here cooking you a whole meal and you're going to come over here and literally watching, literally me. watching my butt like in the shower with me because I couldn't with my shoulder. Yeah, like it was a I tough was doing time. Everything, but... And it's like, you're going to start this. And then, again, not understanding all these things that were contributing to no, that. Yeah. Yeah. And like but... I said, the, the deaths of family, right. Led mm-hmm. into that. And then we met and then injury that following year. Right. And that was like, like that. For, back, yeah, for back. all of the sports, you know, folks that know, like your junior year, that was like the time I was finally starting, you know, it was my time, you know, and never had a major injury until then. I think yeah. that's what even made it worse, right? And then seeing the team travel, I'm just sitting at home, right? And just, just going through it. And it was definitely, I mean, for sure the darkest period. I mean, yeah. not being able to sleep, you know, it wasn't a consideration of therapy back then. We didn't have sports psychiatrists. There wasn't none of that. You know, it's just we like were all dealing right, with it on our I'm just own. gonna go have a drink or you know what I mean? Like let me just get out of the house, right? And I just think back, it's just like wow, like for us to make it through that, but again, look at it because you at least listen, mm-hmm. you know, and again, you didn't have the solution and you didn't say, Oh, you know, maybe you didn't raise your voice, you did, right? You know, like we had we had big arguments, but at the same time, like I felt heard. You know, like it wasn't a thing where it was like, oh, she just doesn't want to be here for me or she's mm-hmm. fed up, you know, anything mm-hmm. kind of what you're saying. And I definitely remember you throwing that dinner out on that. <laughs> it was like ribs, yeah. I mean, mac you... and cheese. Like I was going all out. I'm like, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, no, no, I'm not dealing with this. But I still like, you know, was still dealing with my own thing right. at that point too, because I like in college, but then now I'm working mm-hmm. and I started working full time at yeah, that point and yeah. just trying to figure out which direction that I wanted to go. But I felt like you and what was going on at that time kind of overshadowed what mm-hmm. I was dealing with. So we never really talked about that, no, you know, yeah, and it, yeah. it kind of led into just like making it make sh- making sure that i was there for you but i wasn't there for myself that much you know but i knew that you would talk to me it was just i made it more about you during that time and i think that affected me where i'm like okay maybe i'm not as valuable or Mm. you know i don't see my worth really in this relationship so that was the table yeah Yeah. it was it was a struggle for me internally and that i think is why i got so angry with you Mm. at times but I didn't know how to communicate that. I didn't yeah. realize that at that yeah. point that that's what I was feeling. It was just, that's what I was feeling. And then it came out as anger and it mm-hmm. came out as yelling and then having to really navigate that. Like I said, it's only by the grace of God that we're No. Here. Yeah. Because and I think that was the, that was the decision, was you know, when I, when I was trying to come back, you remember I was going rehab and all of that and it was just like going through it and it was just like, all right, let me get out of this town. That's mm-hmm. when I decided to transfer yeah. and leave, you know, and we moved College together at that point and, we, and we left and we moved in together and it was just like let's just get out of this because mm-hmm. this i don't think it's providing me you know a yeah. positive environment which you know? i do think helped and and, it did. and that's it the did. thing getting out of that negative environment yeah. and being around all the people that were contributing to mm-hmm. your going out and yeah. partying and like that lifestyle right getting out of that really helped and now we are 
relying on each other. Mm-hmm. We moved to where it was Georgia. It was Georgia, point. yeah. And we only stayed there for yeah. two months. I did not like Georgia <laughs> at all. So that no, was another yeah. thing. Then we go to Georgia and then it's like, I'm not happy here either. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's just us and it was a small town. Yeah. And then we started moving around a lot and that like put a lot of stress onto our relationship mm-hmm. in general. But I think the number one thing throughout the entire time that we've been together, we've been able to be best friends. Yeah. yeah and cool. just communicate. And like I said, like just having talks yeah. about anything and everything. No, yeah, you know, and yeah. it wasn't so deep or anything, but literally being able just to have these conversations together and no, just talk yeah. to each other. I actually I have some notes because I saw this statistic that I thought was pretty interesting. Mm. And it said that one in four individuals admit to hiding their mental health struggles from their partner due to fear of judgment or rejection. Mm. And again, like we really were able to communicate and we never, I never felt that like judgment from you. No, yeah. You know, but let's, let's, let's speak on more so because I feel like some men are afraid of opening up because Mm -hmm. their woman is not only just going to judge them, right? But they're going to hold them to that in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, throwing those low blows, you know, when another argument comes up. And I think that's where a lot of men is just like, all right, I'm going to keep it in. And then I'm going to go talk to my boys about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or we're going to go out and have some drinks, whatever it may be, because she's throwing that left hook when I opened up to you about this. Yeah. And you know, this is between us, right? You yeah. know, that truly affects me, but you're frustrated in this argument. Now you're going to go there. Right. And it's like, you're going to go there. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've talked to a lot of my, a lot of my boys and that's kind of what some woman done you mm-hmm. know and that's what makes the men yeah. you know what i mean close off even more and fortunately that's... for you i don't have many <laughs> uh close girlfriends especially at that point yeah. i like i would i just was not talking to friends like right that. No, yeah yeah <laughs> so but that also made me keep things in more mm-hmm. and i would talk to family but not in the sense where i was like talking about you in that way and right, like trying no, to yeah. like judge and push you down or anything like that. Like, I felt like I was always pretty receptive. I mean, right. you can no, yeah. say like I was pretty receptive For to sure. what you were saying. For sure. You know? No, I, again, I, I think that was, that was the trait. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If I wasn't able to be myself and cry in front of you mm-hmm. and show you that emotional side, cause I am emotional and I do know that. Right. But if I'm not able to show that to you, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this isn't going to work. I can't just be, you know, fun, lively, you know, having fun all the time, right? There are going to be moments where it's like, damn, life is life is hard right yeah. now. You know what I mean? But again, I think that foundation has set us up for such success, right? Of course, with maturing, you know, diving deeper into the word and church, et cetera, right? Working out, you know what I mean? Just being able yeah. to have those talks now and looking back at that foundation. But I think that's what really helped us get out of that, actually, yeah. just to kind of touch on that was going to church more yeah, frequently 100%. with each other. And then working out, like I didn't want to work out when we <laughs> first met at all. I didn't realize the benefit, yeah. not just physically, <laughs> like good, but like, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm fine. <laughs> but mentally, how much of an right. impact that had on our mental health separately and then together we started. No, yeah, I don't think it hit me even. It was just working out for sports, yeah. right? You know? And then I think when we moved out to California, honestly, that's the true shift that happened of like, okay, we're really going to prioritize mm-hmm. our health and mm-hmm. fitness and just making sure we're feeling our best selves because I think we started to notice the mental effects as well. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Because it takes a lot of discipline to be consistent in your workouts, yeah. right? It's yeah. not just the motivation factor of it. Like, you're not always going to feel motivated. But right. the discipline that you have to have to wake up and work out four to five times a week, that translate in, translates into every other area of your life. Mm -hmm. Like, now you're making yourself mentally strong. Yeah. You know, and giving yourself a fighting chance. I always say that where it's like, we can't prevent everything like health issues or, you know, anything, yeah. but we can give ourselves a fighting chance exactly. and try to eat healthier. And that's helping our bodies and our minds and mm -hmm. the way we view things. And that's just the start of it. And then we go into having church more frequently yeah. and we're really listening to the word and looking at married couples mm -hmm. yeah. that are showing a positive image. Yeah, don't of be marriage. afraid of looking at a couple or if you're not in a relationship, an individual that is kind of here in life and you're here, right? Mm -hmm. And they're they're clearly, you know, doing things that has elevated them, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we did when we were young and we were just trying to again figure it out. And yeah. it was like Because okay. we didn't really do therapy. No, we couldn't afford therapy. No. So it was like I want our relationship to work. Right, right. You know, but yeah, yeah looking I think at it, those couples. We got we got practical, like we did Bible study with family. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> trying, we're trying to figure, to figure it, it out. out. You know what I mean? And that's like, what you need in a relationship yeah. to keep it going. Like yeah. you both really want to try and figure this out mm -hmm. through all of it because it's not easy. You're gonna have those down periods, yeah. those seasons of life where you're really in a bad place yeah. sometimes. Like with that, I think for me on my end where I really felt I was struggling was after we had our son and mm. postpartum. And that's the thing. I I know it was postpartum depression, but it was never diagnosed. Right. Yeah. But I sought out help during that time. <laughs> and which is a crazy thing and a whole other story. Like the doctors really didn't care. Like I told them yeah, like these doctors, I mean that that's something's that, that's wrong that, with me here. That's like that about black and brown women. No, yeah. And that pregnancy phase mm -hmm. is one hundred percent true. They did not I, care at all. They no. were like, because you know, you fill out this little You could take the pain. <laughs> yeah. They, they you fill out this little uh like, like uh, a survey a, questionnaire a sheet or whatever, yeah. every checkup with right. the kid and everything. And then it was like, how are you feeling? Do you need help or mm -hmm. anything? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I probably could benefit from some help. Right. I remember literally saying yeah. that and nothing happened. So mm -hmm. then having to seek it on our own. But anyway, like that period was extremely hard for me mentally because I knew there was an imbalance there and that had nothing to do with, I don't know, anything. It was just yeah. really just like a hormonal imbalance. That's what I felt like. Yeah. I literally just didn't feel like myself. Like right. I said that over and over, like, I don't, I don't know yeah, what's wrong, but I'm not that, here all the way. During that period, you know, I was taking a lot of that on myself, too. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. One, yeah. what can I do to help? And you know, let me find some lot. solutions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't it wasn't that, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Right. It was many of days where I'm like, hey, just go. Right. You know, go get your nails done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got Kingston today. Like, you're fine. You know, yourself. take care of yourself. That's self-care. Mm -hmm. And that didn't help. Then it was like, okay, you know, having deep conversations, right? We're talking about it. That wasn't helping. And it was like, <laughs> all right, you know, we're not even being disrespectful. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. like, no, honey, I really am trying to help you. And I know you're receptive of it, but it wasn't like, oh, we're going to blows or, you know what I mean? Raising our voices or anything of that sort. It was just clearly there was something deeper, yeah. you know? And I felt myself like, damn, I can't yeah, help I'm this, sure you know what I mean? You know, you know me, I'm like trying to find solutions to everything. It's like, all right, 
But I think know? to touch back to because I think you internalize it a lot, especially at the beginning when yeah. we didn't really understand what was happening and it was everything was new and now we're both mm-hmm. new parents. And it's obvious you would probably take it on yourself. Yeah. You know, like I would. I took it on myself when you were going through your, you know, situation earlier in our relationship mm-hmm. but thinking it's about you and like what did i do yeah. and i we had that conversation a couple like a month or two in or something mm-hmm. like that it was like what am i doing yeah you know and being able to have that conversation that was the first step to be like no it's not you i don't know what it is but yeah. it's not you like i don't know what to do here and being receptive to that and being able to help me mm-hmm. um just being supportive and just being there yeah, rather than yeah. no it is about me like you're not right. showing up in our right. relationship right. how you should be and just actually being understanding like i don't know what's going on with you you don't know what's going on with you yeah. but we'll figure it out together right, right. rather than pushing me away and like okay she's just you know dealing with her own thing and yeah, i think a lot right. of men do do that during that phase mm-hmm, of life like mm-hmm. that postpartum era like i've seen a lot of women talk about that where their husbands kind of push them away and they're just yeah you building resentment you, you clearly and want to handle anger. yourself you yeah know? and yeah. it's like i didn't want to but i also didn't know how again how to communicate right. that and really understand what was actually happening to me mm-hmm. and it wasn't until that time where we actually was like probably a year into it yeah we're like all right we can't do this by ourselves and that was hard to come to because we had done it for so long by Mm -hmm. ourselves and we did go to church and that wasn't helping and we were talking and that wasn't helping and praying and that wasn't helping and that's when it comes to a point where it's like okay we actually need help now we do need to go to therapy Mm -hmm. and it is okay that that's happening it has nothing to do with you know us as a couple like we're not doing okay we're right. gonna end tomorrow and that wasn't even you know, no, like the like vibe ask, at that point asking ourselves that just, question and i remember like we do we truly do want to improve you know what i yeah. mean or do we want to stay the same and try to continue to figure this out and it's like all right we it's have the resources <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean let's let's figure this thing out you know maybe a different perspective is needed right and you know at this point firm believer that everything can't be solved with just prayer you know yeah. and and going to church and we do that consistently <laughs> we watch sermons consistently right you know bible study all of that and that's very much so needed to have the right mind to mm-hmm. be able to say hey i think this is a step we need to take right and not yeah, feeling judged needed. again right that's 100 needed yeah. definitely not taking that off the table but there's also things that you know therapists went to school for this to open your brain up to you know think differently right and i think that's some of the things that we learn you know during that phase of life is like okay you know, clearly it's something triggering you deeper, mm-hmm. right? Than it even is, you know, being in this postpartum stage, right? It's like revealing that to ourselves. Oh, there was something in my childhood that happened, right? You know, it was saying something years and years ago that's in the back of my mind, you know, just and that's the thing. Unwrapping Before that, that, I didn't realize how much your childhood traumas affected your mental health. At least for me, I didn't even realize that I had childhood trauma. I know. I had a great childhood. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't. But it was just little things that Mm -hmm. happened that I did. Yeah, that I did internalize. And then it was like, oh, okay, wow. Like, that's why I'm this way. That's why I react this way. And that really helped kind of start sorting out the feelings that I was having Mm -hmm. after postpartum. And then it, we were able to start, it was, it was, a. I felt like it was such a good time, even though it was a hard time and it, it like took a lot of 
effort yeah. and work and really like a good two years of work yeah like deep. genuine yeah. genuine work put your um, head down and work but it, <laughs> but it was fun though because it was like anytime i would come to a realization or you would come to one where it was like oh wow like this happened to me at this age mm -hmm. and that's why i do this and then right. we started sharing that back and forth and being part of each other's healing journey yeah. basically yeah and that kind of brought us back together oh, into yeah. like, okay, now we can see this path moving forward right. in I our found marriage. some solutions. That's how I felt in those moments. Yeah. Like, all right, we got the solution. You know what I mean? Now it's like full go, yeah. you know, head of steam. And I think for sure, that's definitely what brought us like closer during that period, you know, just as best friends, as, you know, parents now, right? Mm -hmm. We were able to kind of bounce ideas off of each other. It became, that's when the fun started, yeah. you know, honestly, it, it was very tough for I me. Mean, sleep deprived there's there's so much that was a so very much. very tough tough time. journey like there's nothing else in my life that was tougher than that you know i was like oh football you know early morning workouts yeah. games sleepless like, nights with the baby crying that would drive me crazy when you got no choice but uh but no i i just appreciated us to, to take that step right and that was a leap of faith i think mm -hmm. we were very much so like uh, like mm -hmm. should we do it we don't need it we're healthy we do this yeah. we we pray and we that was all the thing things, it was right? like really like we're functioning right right, right. like we're fine yeah we're you happy know? we're not our, our, like yeah our relationship is still ending working. this none of that yeah you know like I mean? our relationship is still working we're yeah. still good but it was like do we want to just be good or do we right. want to be better right. do we really want right. to take this right to the next level and have a long-lasting marriage mm -hmm. and i think and that be was, happy you know, and be happy areas. and not just like hold on to resentment and not know how to work through things. And you don't have to figure it out on your own. I yeah. think that's what you have to realize in a relationship. Yeah. Like you can look for that help, whether mm -hmm. it is through the church, whether it is through therapy, yeah. family, but also like not giving too much of your information out to i'll say like family and friends oh, yeah, like because That's yeah it. becoming more private yeah. and really just dealing with our issues yeah. <laughs> together yeah. and you know now with the therapist and being able to work through that so that way you're not going to your family and saying for friends and saying right. like all these off the wall things and then now you guys are making up and everything right. but they still have that image of what happened exactly. you know the negative exactly. image of exactly. what happened I don't know if they really you know, yeah. she love them yeah. for real, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you keep this link right here. You know, if you're in a committed relationship, do not let anything come in between you. Mm -hmm. Nothing is you, your spouse, and God. That's, it. That's the thing people yeah. say so much. Like, you do need friends, and you need a support system around yeah. you, of course. Surround yourself but with healthy marriages, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's still, like, keeping it here. Like, right. our information, our what we've been through our mm -hmm. details about our relationship are here yeah. right and yeah. you know we're sharing things what we want to share right exactly <laughs> you know and exactly. just being very mindful of that because at the end of the day this is a marriage no, and yeah. we're gonna work it out and we might have that season of life which we've had a few seasons of life mm -hmm. where we've had a lot of downs where it's like oh no like yeah. oh no it is getting hard but then we come out of it and now it's even better and we're stronger right. and we're closer right. together and it's like okay and i think i'm glad we didn't have to talk about that with everybody yeah you know? exactly and that's one of the things i think that you know is i guess my love language i guess at this point <laughs> of like overcoming those challenges mm -hmm. right and kind of having those those real wins together right where it's like we look back and it's like wow 
we overcame surgery, you know, the postpartum, you know, just came back to work, you know, jobs going to a different level, just all these different things in different areas of life as well. Yeah. And then you're able to look back and be like, wow, like, all right, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. clearly, clearly we figured this thing out. We're supposed to be together, you know, and, and not giving up. And just, again, you kind of have that success story, I guess, in a way. And I, I think that know? comes back with being disciplined. Like, right, I think working right. out and having that, like, really helped us start to be disciplined. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this isn't working right now. Just like with working out, yeah, I don't look the way I want to look or feel the way I want to feel mm-hmm. right now. But three months later, I do because I kept with it yep. and I was consistent. And that's what it's all about is being consistent yeah. through the hard area. times yeah. and through the good times, too. You can't forget what got you there you know exactly, exactly and keeping up with that and putting in the effort when things are good so that way it's not so much of a struggle mm-hmm. to come back when you do go through those hard times because yeah. it's going to happen like we're in a good place right now but we're going to go through a right. hard time right. again you know i mean i remember recently right i mean getting back to work you know i took leave when we first had you know excuse me when we had kingston right and that was a transition for me mm-hmm. you know because it's like all right sleepless nights, learning how to be a father, you know, learning how to support you better with, you know, just obviously giving birth, mm-hmm. you know, and then hopping right back into, you know, the job situation. And it was just and it was like, demanding too. It wasn't yeah, just yeah, like no, going yeah. back to work. No, it, was it like wasn't. Like, yeah, you're, you're important. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've been missing you. Come on back. We got a, yeah, we got we a plate full for you, yeah, you know, and, and getting back into that, it was like, whoa, we're just trying to figure that out for a while. It was, very overwhelming and I think that was a challenge for myself where it was like okay I need to figure out how to balance this like that work-life balance that we you know that things like really started to become more work you mm-hmm. know because I, I had did. to pour myself right I had to show up to those meetings I had to do the extra things to you know kind of get caught back up to speed yeah. right how do you feel like that really kind of like affected your mental health during that time because it was like we made a mutual decision mm-hmm. like work is coming first right now yeah, yeah and that was okay with both of us traveling right. working long hours yeah. you know we we knew what was coming with the promotion basically right that right, happened. right um but how do you feel like that affected you no i mean mentally? it was because we yeah. really didn't talk during that time no it was it was very tough and i think i definitely just poured myself into work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of going back to my old ways of pouring yourself into sports and it works for a while, Yeah, you know, <laughs> it works for a while. Then after a while, it's like, all right, you're feeling that, I guess the burnout, right? Mm-hmm. You're feeling, you're, you know, you're fatigued and it's just like, you're not even feeling yourself, you know? It's like, you're going through the motions in a way. And I think it was very much so a tough time and I had to come to the decision of like, okay, what's more important, honestly? And you know, family is the most important thing in my life, period. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, if this is your priority, then some things are going to have to, you know, shift. shake and shift, yeah. right? So it takes those conversations with, you know, your boss, like, hey, like, I need to be off at this certain yeah. time. And, you know, I need to do this on a certain See, day. And that's right? the thing I always appreciated. And I don't think men particularly realize that the importance of the work-life balance because yeah. I think during that time for me now as a new mom and even though I'm staying home mm-hmm. it was still a lot like mentally that was on right. and now I'm taking care of the household I'm taking care of a new baby mm-hmm. I really struggled with that and then yeah on yeah. top of that and I think that that's also in my brain where it's like damn tiffany's dealing with all this at home you know what i mean but you actually doing something about that rather than just being like oh well you're a stay-at-home mom you should be right figure it out (laughs) basically like no you (laughs) 
did talk to your boss, you did take some time mm-hmm. away and then you, you know, cut back on hours and things like yeah. that and made adjustments. And I think that's so important in a relationship and remembering that this relationship comes before no, everything. work. And that's, that's this that I, I have written down here. It was about work-life balance. Couples who actively prioritize work-life balance and mental health are 70% less likely to experience burnout, leading to greater relationship satisfaction. And that's literally tying to what mm-hmm. I'm saying right now, because I'm a firm believer, if you're taking care of this in the household mm-hmm. and you know your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else will naturally flow. That's, yeah. that's what I honestly believe. And that's how it's kind of unfolded in our lives. Because if you are doing the work here, right? The work outside of the household comes honestly very, very just smooth. I'm not going to say easy. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't write this smooth, down, but I, I remember seeing a stat when I was like looking into this too, that happily married people typically perform better yeah. at their jobs. I, I 100% believe that. I mean, there's no distractions. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're not thinking yeah. about an argument. You're not thinking about Oh, I got the drama with the baby mama. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not thinking about none of that. You know what I mean? It's just, I'm at work for these hours, right? Yeah. And I'm honestly knocking things out quicker, right? And it's like, it's you don't even need clear. all that time because yeah. it's like your mind's clear. You're but just you're in knocking. a good mental state. That's exactly, the thing. Like, exactly. We've worked out our issues at home. So yeah. now it's like, you can be clear-minded going mm-hmm. into whatever you're doing. But no, I think that's, again, getting back <laughs> but to also, your life, though. Sorry, no, but, but that's also why we've decided to and like having just one kid yeah, and yeah. prioritizing our marriage and realizing that this is what our marriage can take. No, yeah. And, that, and, <laughs> and again, right here. having the discernment and understanding that that's okay, yeah. right? And uh, understanding your, your relationship and understanding where our plate is at and understanding mm-hmm. what we're trying to achieve in life, right? And there's no No matter what that, else, you know, like what people are saying yeah. or what people are doing, because I think there's such a pressure in society to that there's this one image yeah. of how your marriage or your relationship or your family should look or whatever the case mm-hmm. is and deciding what's best for you. Exactly. You know, rather than no, I put that on my, uh, I put that on Instagram the other day, like no one's worried about you. You know what I mean? Like no one's truly worried about you. Like everyone's had so much going on for their family. No, but I'm saying more so in the sense of like, there's like societal pressure. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. of how your marriage should be. Like right. if you're married, then why aren't you having multiple kids? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. But I do I agree with you. Obviously, people are not like concerned with you specifically. Right. But I'm saying just like in your own mind and mm-hmm. having to fight that. Like I've had to fight plenty of things in my mind of what I think something should be as opposed to what I actually want. Right. You know, in many areas Mm -hmm. and taking that decision and being okay with that and understanding like, this is what I want. This is what's best for me, you know, over everything. And that's okay. Exactly. You know, and being okay with that and being stern on that and standing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is best for you, Mm -hmm. you know? And again, it takes those deep conversations together. It Mm -hmm. takes those prayers together. It takes Bible study. If it is therapy, right. You know, don't feel like anyone has binoculars on you. Oh, you in therapy and couples therapy. Mm -hmm. Like you might actually want to do that. And you you may be happy to do it before the issues. come. That's the thing. Like rather than waiting until the issues are there and we have a lot more deep work to do. Exactly. Preventative. Exactly. 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 Because imagine if we didn't go to therapy during mm-hmm. that time and we just kind of kept going the way that we've been taught, yeah. which is just keep pushing through. Don't really talk about it. Just right. keep going, keep going. Put your feelings to the back. Where would we be? Yeah. And I think that's the reason a lot of marriages 
end up failing right. because they're not dealing with it yeah. really and it's just and not like, growing just together keep going, you keep know going, keep going not growing together and that's mm -hmm. the thing that i think we've done amazingly well right mm -hmm. of just truly growing together from 2012 since we've met growing together figuring things out whether it's career whether it's being a parent whether mm -hmm. it's just being an individual that's learning how to work out more mm -hmm. you know learning to open up more and have friends you know whatever it may be you know what i mean but it's just growing together and taking those bits and pieces from each other like okay i can work on this and revealing that to each other like hey i know i could have said that better and yeah. i'm sorry you know coming back after we have an argument you know and having that level of you know maturity and wisdom honestly to yeah. be able to say Hey, I messed up, you know, mm -hmm. and I know I messed up, right? And it's okay that we messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not holding me at fault. You're not holding a grudge, you know, and truly forgiving each other, you know, through these challenges because that's the thing. Again, you gotta we forgive. Talk. Like yeah. you gotta because we're all dealing with exactly. things, you know exactly. what I mean? Like the hormonal imbalances, mm -hmm. like you're dealing with things at work. That was happening at the same time. Yeah. And understanding that I'm dealing with something, you're dealing with something. Mm -hmm. and just having a little bit more grace and forgiving each right. other when things don't go perfectly because you're not going to talk to me or I'm not going to talk to you correct every single time. Right. The tone might be, you know, too much mm -hmm. or, you know, we might be yelling or arguing a little bit more and just understanding that we're both dealing with something yeah. and we're both humans and we never been taught this before exactly, exactly we've never been taught how to handle these situations and how to handle stress or anything mm -hmm. or emotions and just being understanding of that and just okay like yeah that made me mad like you're being really annoying right yeah, now yeah. but telling you that in a nicer way and just being like okay like what's actually the issue here right and taking a step right. back and if even if that means taking some space and then coming back and mm -hmm. understanding you know, men and women really do talk differently. Yeah. I think that's something that I realized actually when you were kind of going through your situation where we met is understanding that I like to vent. I like to just talk. So yeah. if something's wrong, let's talk. Like, why mm -hmm. are we, you know, like, why are we holding things in right, right now? Right. And I think you kept it in because you were trying to be strong. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't need to deal with this. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah. I'm, I can keep going. It's fine. Yeah. And understanding you know, there's a difference there. And what can we do to navigate that basically? And it was like, for me, I understood, okay, let me give you some time. Mm -hmm. I'll give you some time to process, but understand that I need time to speak. Yeah. So even yeah. if it's a couple hours later, we need to speak about this. Right. I'm not letting it go. I want to talk what happened, what yeah. was wrong. I yeah. want to be there for you. Mm -hmm. you know? No, yeah. And I think one thing I just wanted to go back to of like, what I've learned through this whole mental health journey, you know, I guess over the past five, six, seven, eight mm -hmm. years, right, of truly maturing and growing together, it's like really letting things go from your past as well, mm -hmm. right? Because you were raised a certain way or you hung with a certain crowd. You know how many people I've blocked? You know how many people I've unfollowed? You know what I mean? I think a lot of people don't really look at that, the music you're listening mm -hmm. to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all those little things that Shows we just think. Watching right the shows the, all those little things where it's like oh i i can cut it on and off right you know after a while you're going to hit that point whether it's in your 40s 50s 60s you're going to hit that point where i can't continue to put this poker face on right and being real with yourself right and not having those regrets and i think that's one thing as men where it's like you know we don't want to kind of cut those things off that put us in those situations that were very negative and brought out a negative side of us because we were raised that certain way or we hung out with that certain crowd, like, no, you know me, I'm cutting them off. 
<laughs> it just is what it is. There's too much. I have way too much to lose, and there's way too much potential to fulfill. Like that's. But I think how I just feel. to say too, because that took some time for you to get to that point where it was like, okay, I do need to cut things yeah. off out of my life. Like mm-hmm. I remember because you know, for me again, I'm like very private. I'm to myself. Like I have a few close friends, and yeah, that's yeah. it. And when we met, you had obviously with sports just like right, everybody yeah, all yeah. the time around so that was different for me but i think like after kind of talking to you at first i don't think you were accepting of it because it's yeah. like these are my friends like right. what are you talking about and it wasn't that i was saying like cut people off or anything no, but it was just yeah. like you need to look at who you're surrounding right. yourself with right right like, is that bringing who you truly want to be who mm-hmm. you told me about when we were having these deep talks right mm-hmm. And it's like thinking to yourself, like, damn, you know, this isn't, you know, what I want to be doing. This isn't helping me, you know, level up and, you know, get to the next level. And that's whether it's professionally, you know, and relationship wise, as a parent, whatever it may be, you know, surrounding yourself with like minded people and people that are above you to elevate yourself, you know, and I think that's something I've definitely learned. And again, it's all love, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I see you around, you know, people you grew up with, whatever it may be, you know, it's still all love and it's respect. But it's at the same time, I'm not going to put myself in those positions. And I also am not going to follow it to see it on my timeline because that is a distraction. Right. Mm-hmm. And it is something that can help you or and it is something that can make you lose that momentum that you've been working so hard towards the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting in that place and you're moving and grooving. And then you see this distraction. It's like, yeah. oh, let me go peek and see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. The devil's always working, you know what I mean? And that's we had to get off that, social media for a yeah, while. Yeah, I yeah. That, like, I remember the reset. You remember I, I, I blocked, I changed years. social media, changed my phone number. It yeah. was just like a total reset because I knew this isn't the path I want to be taking in life, mm-hmm. right? And that's something that, you know, again, through conversations that was prior to having, you know, our son, you know, therapy, all these things we just spoke on. It was just really understanding, like, who do we want to become in life? You know, do we want to truly you know, make our ancestors proud. And, you know, that's something I speak about, you know, all the time of like really pushing ourselves to be the best version of ourselves and making our families proud and leaving a mark. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think, you honestly, the reason things. why we've started doing this to yeah. bring more positivity and love because there's so much negativity. And I think that's what a lot of people are going through. That's the and thing, they don't want to open when you up. Grow, when we've grown, it's like you want to share that with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've grown. Like, so hey, much. you can grow too. Like, you can do this. <laughs> again like we see so many of them failing we see so many relationships failing and it's just like you guys can do it yeah like, yeah like if we really laid out for you guys everything that we've been through it's like oh wow like right you guys right. still together right right yeah <laughs> but yeah real. like we've we've been working like for we've sure. been putting in the work for this and Definitely. gonna continue putting in the work but it takes a lot of growth it takes a lot of changes mm-hmm. like you can't be the same person you can't have the same things around you You can't be listening to the same music sometimes you have to change that up i remember even having conversations about that like Mm -hmm. we need to shift the music that we're listening Mm -hmm. to sometimes because that's feeding into our brains right subconsciously without and and again knowing you can cut it off and to me i'm like oh well this is hype music for working now then this is what we used to listen to in the locker room but it's like okay we're listening to it in the car right now while we're on a road trip (laughs) like can we, can we, you know what I mean? Tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Like, are we going to go lift weights right now? You know right, what I mean? Exactly. And coming to that understanding and not fighting back on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, I'm, I'm excited to, to kind of just continue to grow together and yeah. continue to work on our mental health. I think it's definitely something we prioritize at the highest level at this point in our lives, whether it's journaling, church, Bible study, you know, just having deep talks with each other, 
really putting ourselves again with couples that are like-minded and elevating mm-hmm. themselves and i think that's something that just we're continuing to do because you start to see that fruit mm-hmm. of everything that you've worked on and it's like wow we have been working in this area and we're seeing it improve we are arguing better we are fighting fair you yeah. know we aren't screaming we are asking extra questions you know and again it it's comes not back perfect to, yeah. But, it, but yeah doing all of that really helps, right but it's no, definitely yeah. like i don't want to put out an image that we have it all together no we don't it's all perfect like we just got into an argument like a couple weeks ago and it didn't go great yep. but it's recognizing that and just being like okay like let's stop here mm-hmm. <laughs> let's take a second let's take a break yeah. and come back okay and I, you know what i mean like, and let's that's... <laughs> have a conversation now like we know what to do exactly. that's and those are the conversations that we have now anytime that it isn't going how we want it to, we stop, we reset and come back and like, all right, we know what to do. We right. know how to ask the extra yeah, question. We know yeah. not to be yelling. So and then let's comes do sometimes, it. you know, sorry to cut you off. It's just like, you know what I said the other day when we did have that argument, like, okay, let's, what are we doing right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let, let's, more on the like, what are we doing yeah. right for a second? Yeah. Because both of us yeah. feels like we're, we're throwing jabs at each other yeah. and we're not, you know, kind of looking at, you know, what we're truly working on. And that makes you feel you know, like, wait a second, you're not noticing that I'm doing this, mm. like taking everything for granted. Like you're just taking me for granted. Right. And it's like, no, like, all right. So what are we doing? What are three things I'm doing? Right. What are three things you're doing? Yeah. Right? I'll start. Right. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? And, and that's then... so frustrating in the moment, but it's also, it works. <laughs> no, it does. It, it really it does. does. Like, it's like, why do you only talk about what's going on? Right. right. Like, you're piss me off right right, like, right i don't right. want to talk about that like, no yeah I want to talk about what and then, and then we say for, and right? then we say it then it's like okay, yeah okay i do love you you know what i mean yeah and that's the thing just remembering that there's love there yeah just that's going the foundation the it's love. a choice every day yeah it it's is choice, it is know? but yeah just kind of wrapping it up those are you know you just have to change in life you have to get better you have to do better you have to want that for yourself mm-hmm. and it's okay to seek therapy it's okay and to do it together to do it separately but if you're doing it separately, I think you definitely have to come back at some point yeah. and do it together. I really and it's like encourage challenge yourself, man. Like it it's together. not challenge yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, I say that to us all the time. It's like challenge yourself. Like why not be different? Mm-hmm. Why not try something new? We've seen what we didn't want to become, you know, whether yeah. it's just in society, within our families, you know, whatever. Right. Why not take this path and, and see what it brings towards mm-hmm. us? You know what I mean? And, and I think that has been, you know what I mean, kind of the, the evolution of us as well. Just yeah. not being afraid of that other side. Like, let's take that leap of faith because I know I know this is going to be here. Right. We're not losing our love and the consistency that we've kind of gained at this point. Right. It's like, OK, let's take this path. Let's take this therapy path. Let's take the path of saying, oh, what are we doing? Right. You know, let's take the path of asking extra questions because it's revealed so much more. And then again, now everything has grown intimacy. Yeah conversations, mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah. Just fun in life, truly just making each other laugh and enjoying this thing. And now you know? we've created this beautiful marriage. Yeah. You have to create what you want. Exactly. You just, it's not going to happen. It's not just going to happen. <laughs> no, I got married. It. Now we're supposed to be happy. No, like, no. Yeah. Like, you no. have to create it. You have to work for it. Exactly. But hopefully you guys exactly. can take something from this and really talk about it. Like, let's talk about what has helped you through these yeah. struggles with your partner. I think mainly the number one thing I can recommend is communicating with each other and actually being best friends with each other, truly being each other's best friends. If you can only be around each other with sex and going out and looking good, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. That's all I'm going to say. You need to be able to put the bonnet on. You need to be able to see me without a fade. (laughs) Exactly. But anyway, just remember to 
remember to subscribe, turn on your notifications. We're here every week, every yeah. Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Leave us some comments. Please repost, share, and thank you guys again for your support.